Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to That Gabby Roslin Podcast, part of the Acast Creator Network. Hello, thank you so much for tuning in. On this episode, we have the cast of the BBC's brilliant sitcom, Ghosts. I absolutely love this show and love them. They're also the people behind Horrible Histories as well. So on this episode, we have Ben Wilbond, who plays the captain. Lawrence Rickard, we also call Larry. He plays Robin the caveman. Matthew Bengton, who plays Thomas the poet, the man who is in love, of course, with Alison, and Martha Howe Douglas, who plays Lady Button. Oh, they are a complete joy. I mean, we laughed from beginning to end, and we talk about horrible histories, we talk about ghosts, and they are just, oh, four of the loveliest people. In fact, I'd like to move into Button House and live with them, maybe not as a ghost, though. Don't forget, you can keep up to date by following and subscribing, please, to the podcast, where a new episode is released every Monday. Leave us a rating on the Apple Podcast app. And whilst you're there, why not leave us a review? We love to hear your thoughts. Now, on with the show. Matthew Bainton, Thomas, Lawrence Rickard, Larry, Robert, see uh, so many names for you, mm. the caveman. Martha Howe Douglas, Lady Fanny, <laughs> oh. and Ben Wilbond, the captain. Welcome to Hello. the podcast. Hello to you. Thank you yeah. so much. Uh, do you know, so you can see, uh, unfortunately, because this is only sound, I have got the biggest smile on my face because I'm lucky enough to have interviewed you all before. And I'm, I think Horrible Histories is just genius. But then you bring in ghosts. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Heaven in every way. Okay, so will one of you tell me how you all first met? Who was the person that created this amazing rep company? Well, I was in prison for a little stretch. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, no. thanks, Ben. No, no, no. How do we meet? Who was the very, um, what was the very first moment? Because you're all performers. Sadly, there isn't one day when we all met for the first time, is there? Because we'd all, some of us had met each other, some of us hadn't. Yeah. We were all cast in Horrible Histories. So credit for that should go. Oh, I see. That. Cassie King was the casting yeah, yeah, director. Yeah, yeah good. And cool. Caroline Norris, the producer, and Dominic Brigstock and Giles Pilbrow. Dominic. I suppose that that's the team who were deciding who got to be in that show. The people, some of the people that I used to work with on the Big Breakfast. Yeah. Right. Really? Yes. 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 Wow. But but then when you, I thought that the you as a troop, because I love that, every t- everything that I was researching about you yesterday, the troop, which I think is lovely. <laughs> it's a bit old very school. Very Shakespearean. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, but but the, the, the gang, the troop, the rep company that you are, I thought that you all came together 
before the start of Horrible History. No, I didn't no. know any of them. Me and Matt, had, we were the only ones who hadn't met anyone, right? I knew, oh, no, I no, no, oh, no, I'd no, met I'd Simon. Yeah. Oh, had you? Um, I hadn't met any of them. I th- had I met you? I don't No, think. we hadn't, but we, we realised we'd been at... I'd festival. seen his poster all over the Edinburgh <laughs> Fringe Festival. <laughs> I go, who's that idiot? Who's that guy? <laughs> God, I'd seen Jim and Simon Lyme. I hadn't met Matt or Ben. So. But uh, then, but you're but writing. Then, you're writing heads because you all, you know, you develop all these characters, you create these characters, you write it all, you produce it. Um, when did that start happening then? Well, I, I, but I think we were all doing that before on the circuit in one way or another. I mean, I knew Simon and Jim from doing Edinburgh's and we, that's what we did. We just we did silly sketch yeah. shows and characters, yeah. and I, I was on. But Larry was history, yeah, so yeah. as a writer, sort of first and foremost, and then when the makeup changes just weren't going to work, they're like, "It's no good. We're going to have to get Larry to do one of these sketches. It's the only one we're going to get through the day." So I was sort of doing bits and bobs through that first series. And Suddenly he was there was, as a gladiator. Was like, Who's up, this guy? Covered in if poo. You keep turn up and, if you keep turning up and go, yeah, I'll put a beard on. Yeah, yeah, you can put a wig on. <laughs> They'll just let you go on. Tell but, yeah, they just. <laughs> <laughs> is that when, what when it is? is that small. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we all need to do. Yeah. <laughs> so with horrible histories, then, okay. So I'm going to ask that question again. Who was the person that said, right, let's now create other things? Well, we we all said that. I think after the first series, second series, we were second going in. Series, we were yeah. like, we've got to, we've got to keep this fun going because this might, this might stop at any minute. And then, how are we going to have this much fun? So you so had just, as much fun as we did. Oh, watching it. totally. We we, we, we were, were so young. <laughs> we <laughs> were so, <laughs> if we did, if we did that show now, oh. it would break us within yeah. a week. Yeah. But we were it young enough great. and energetic enough that we did just love it. Yeah. I mean, it was, well, it was so silly. fast. It was so silly and fast. Yeah. We had we had very very little time to make decisions. You you always hear actors, like the the real great actors, going, "Well, of course, when I prepared, I had to <laughs> make several decisions." And we were just going looking at the sketch before we went on with hair and makeup being applied to our face, going, "Right, what what voice are you going to do?" Yeah, right, I'll, I'll do I'll do a sort of Michael Caine. All right. <laughs> Can you do a Michael Caine? I'm going to oh, do one yeah, and then it was kind of all done in the makeup yeah. uh, so trailer, true. and then we got onto the onto set, and then did a very quick rehearsal, and then adjust, you know, because you can feel whether something's working or not, and then just shoot it. There, kind, there kind literally of, uh, just wasn't time. It, if <laughs> if there wasn't something technically wrong, like something had fallen over, it's like doing then that then that was it. It was Move in on. the can, and it was done. To the extent that there is a sketch in, I think, series one, which is Gladiator School, yeah. where I laugh and I try to hide behind a stick. <laughs> and they didn't do another take because they didn't have time. So it's just in the show. My favourite is that one where Jim did the whole sketch with his eyes shut. And it was about halfway through shooting and Dom, the director, went, has he been doing it like that the whole time? And it was clear that he had. And at that point, you're too far in to go back yeah, and start again. So we just did it with his with his. There's so many. If you if you oh comb through God. it, you will see yeah. a lot There's a lot of, 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 yeah, there's a lot of yeah. people turning slightly yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or just or just sort of, you know, grabbing their faces. The thing was, though, that you've, we've often done things where you go, that's turned out really well, but it wasn't a great deal of fun to do. Or that mm. was absolutely brilliant, but it didn't turn out great. I think the fact that the show went down so well and we had so much fun doing it, that felt like kind of lightning in a bottle. And that's why we were mm. so keen to mm. try and do something else together. But it's, it's it, the enormity. I mean, Horrible Histories is, is still is enormous. Mm. You know, people 
it, you were so much a part of people's lives, adults and kids alike. And I know we'll go on to ghosts and, and that's a big part of it because it's for everybody, which I love. But Horrible Histories really captured everybody's hearts. I mean, it really did. Mm. Did you have any idea when you were doing it, apart from causing all over the place? I think the first series, we we look back, if you look back at that, it felt very, it really doesn't look a lot like this. It's not very good. No, it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I actually can't watch it. It's it's not very good. I can't do it. There were moments in series one where we went, oh, this is good. And they stood out. There were certain sketches and songs where it was like, oh, I remember the Four Georges was the only song in the first series that was a sort of a parody of something. And it was a parody of a boy band. And when we were doing it, it was like, this works. Yeah. Yeah. And then that sort of set a template for how the songs were done Mm. beyond that. And I remember watching the sketch with... Um, with you and Jim being cavemen and that moment of sort of fourth yeah. wall breaking and yeah. then dropping a yeah, character yeah. when you're like, that's my nan, you know, that's my nan at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that, that's great. You know, that, that sort of almost pulling your beard down and looking at the audience and going, we're having a laugh too. Yeah. yeah. That that felt like, it was just certain moments where you felt well, like that, that was the way I quite believe know? we were allowed as well because all that stuff wasn't scripted and we just yeah. did it. It and wasn't scripted. Well, stuff like that, where well, that's, um, yeah, yeah I, I said ugly buckly, and he said, do you mind? That's my nan at the end of the day. I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> and then we go back into character. That was us that. amusing each other. Oh, yeah. And then because the director <laughs> thought it was funny, he was happy for us to do it. And we thought, well, it won't make the cut, but it's making us laugh and it's getting us through the day. Yeah. And then it, it went in and those things became part of the tone of the show and sort of... Yeah, I mean, writing on the second series, we had so much sort of knowledge of the things that worked yeah. and that tone that had come out that you could start to write sketches going, oh, I know how they'll do it now. Because when we were writing yeah, the first series, we didn't know who was cast. Yeah. So there was no sense of sort of, you know, the yeah. tone of it. That, oh, it's that just, all became so much it, easier. Honestly, it, it was brilliant. It's made me, you, hearing you talk about it again, because we do watch it every so often um, at home. I have to say, it's how my kids learn most of their history. Oh, us too. I mean, that's uh, how we learn. Yeah, <laughs> I've forgotten I it now. Oh, I've forgotten <laughs> everything. Like, right. literally oh. everything. Well, now because you ghosts. me a fact. Yeah, ghosts. Exactly. ghosts don't have <laughs> memories <laughs> apart from their own life. We've been around too long. Um, uh, well, if we can go to Yonderland, obviously, next, because then obviously... Horrible histories, you realise that you're a troop mm. and that um, you want to do more together. Mm. Was it was that a, 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 was it a very easy step to make that next step? Yeah, yeah pretty much. I but think, yeah. I remember having conversations about exactly what we were just saying, which was that something in the anarchy of horrible histories worked, something in the spirit of... Sounds like we're having a wee. No, like ben, 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 yeah. ben, ben, ben is now having a wee. Yeah. Just when you got to go, you got to go. Water. You got, you know, when, to when, when you get to Ben's age, <laughs> podcast records a very long time. He needs yeah. those men's ten of pounds. frequent breaks. Oh, <laughs> um, sorry, yeah, something in the anarchy of it, something in the spirit of... Um, the twinkle in the eye of being naughty, being the naughty kids at the back of the Oh, class. isn't it the best thing? Mm. Yeah. Best and, thing. And so when we started writing Yonderland, that was a conversation we had, which was like, okay, now we're the writers, all of us. We've got to make sure that we don't get really respectful of the writing because we need to have that same spirit of anarchy. And it's harder to do that if you're the one who's written the script 
That's Does that slightly make sense? yes and no. Because I think. what we were just talking about, you know, those moments where you're filming a sketch and you sort of you there's that freedom to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and be a little bit naughty. So is it and not right? Play around so you, the edges of it. Are you we underwriting like, then? Well, no, not underwriting. It's just it's a it's a sort of how to put this. I think if we got so in love with our characters and our stories, I think as actors we would have less freedom. Yeah. Oh, that's very you all You kind of try to work the scripts up as far as you possibly can and make them as watertight as special as, as possible. But you're in the back of your man, mind, you're always sort of going, and this is 95% of it, and that other 5% will be on set and has to be on set. Mm. And that's the bit that makes it feel like us. Mm. And so you always know that there's a whatever line might be and however in love with it you might be, something will be done that will probably change it by 5% and it right. will be funnier for yeah. it. And so it's, yeah, sort of... It, so not, not being too precious. Yeah, and, and sort of not just accepting that, but kind of embracing it because you go, this is that thing that will change will make it almost always make it better. You know, and then that reflects yeah. on your script and you go, yeah, that's right, that was a great joke, wasn't it? I remember writing that one. And, you know, it wasn't. That was that was something that, that yeah. cropped up on so, the page. So how do you... With hats, Martha, with a, a writing hat... And an acting hat. Mm. How do you, if you've written it and you're acting it, how are you able to? Is there a big difference? Do you, when you're performing it, do you think of it differently? I do. Yeah, I kind of leave the writing at the door then and do the and do the part. Um, I think there's more of a responsibility when it's your script and your your thing. Like when we were doing horrible histories, we were like actors for hire. When we started on Yonderland, I think that that came with a lot. Like, I look back on the days of Horrible Histories and I think it was just so fun. There was no responsibility. But when it becomes your thing that you're writing, you're producing, you're, there's, a, there's much more kind of there. So I think it's important for me to leave that bit at the door when you're, when you're acting. Yeah. It's a real double-edged sword. <clears throat> yeah. It, yeah. You get, it, it comes with more um, weight and more pressure, but it means that it, yeah, but it means it can be your own thing and that mm. you have you know that you've got more control over it but it does mean there's more weight and more pressure and it's it's less sort of frivolous and, mm. and fun so it's um what yeah, it gives you, and it takes away i think what happens if you just give yourselves the best lines we do it's <laughs> 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 always a little bit yeah. yeah i think that's part of it it's Honestly, kind of a good part of the pull. process as writers yeah. because it's like mm -hmm. it, it, it it's um you know, I think writers who perform, especially with comedy, there is a sense that you you know what a delicious moment feels like when you read a script. Mm. And we're not just doing it for ourselves, but we're also wrapping mm. gifts up for mm. each other when we write. And while you're writing an episode and you come up with something good for someone's character and you know that person really well... There's that feeling of like, oh, Martha's going to love can't this. Wait, yeah. Can't wait yeah. to yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this one. Yeah. I can't How wait lovely. to see what she does with this. And, you know... Mm. But yeah, we of course we're trying to give ourselves brilliant <laughs> yeah. lines, you know. I remember the the uh, Lady Button line that's in in this series with the pet cemetery. Yes, mm. where you get to say no. That was when we're, they're talking about your dog <laughs> and how it's buried, and and <laughs> Alison goes, "But I thought your dog was in the house." And she says, "No, that's that's just the crust. crust. This was the meat. We buried the meat." <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh yeah, they have yeah. a ball with that yeah. line. It's and it's such a lovely it's moment. Great. Yeah, it's lovely. I love that you say those delicious. Oh, um, okay. Let's go to ghosts because it, it. I mean, it is sort of bigger. I hope it's bigger than you ever imagined. Did, did you think it would yeah. be like yeah. this? No, I no. didn't. No, 
No, we were just <laughs> making it, it up as be. we went along. Yeah. <laughs> we went in to pitch the BBC going, well, I don't know, I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe. Well, we, talk, we talked about, it was something we really wanted to do and couldn't make work for ages. We talked about ghosts and we loved that idea. Yeah. And every time we talked about the idea, we could find so much that was funny in it. And then for ages, we couldn't make stories work mm. because stories sort of need stakes like money and death and all the things that don't matter to a ghost. And it yeah, took, and we that. kept putting it away and going on to other ideas and then coming back to it. It wouldn't mm. stop sort of niggling. And then it was sort of yeah, hitting on Mike and Alison yeah. and them having the stakes, you know, them as the living people. And then having one of them can see the ghost, one of them can't. I th- the way I remember it's the big breakthrough was that they was that the ghost story in the pilot would be them arguing over who gets the dead lady's room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it was like, oh, that can be their stories. Like that is the stakes can be tiny and like petty yeah. Yeah. as hell. But it matters to them. But it matters so, to yeah. them, and that that will give them some. Once once some that stories. you crack that code, actually, yeah. in the writing process, you your brain does now default to that state where you go what are the stakes for the ghosts what what tiny little things will matter to them individually and as you get to know them more you start to find those little things that just really matter to that to that mm. one ghost or that or those two ghosts you think oh they're really going to scrap over that hmm. and then so you've there got might half be, an hour to play that out there might be big stakes in the episode for mike and Alison, yeah. but for the ghosts it might be they've heard that they're going to ban baked beans <laughs> yeah we haven't done that no. that's a really good <laughs> like, that's that. sort of one way pat they, would yeah, absolutely yeah. lose <laughs> oh his God. mind you are you are <laughs> You've got to do that now. Yeah, yeah. You've absolutely got to do that. Um, I read that you um, have said, Matt, that uh, it was there was something to do with the Danny Dyer story on Who Do You Think You Are? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, I'd forgotten that. And, and Rocky Horror Show and, gosh, well, all sorts well, of things. Going back to the conception of the show, yeah, one of the things we spoke about a lot in the pilot was Alice was what, what would... It was the idea that Alison would get really into and excited by this lineage that she suddenly discovers that she's got. That That's where the Danny Dyer yeah, reference yeah, was, wasn't right. it? Yeah. it? Because they had just done the series <laughs> oh, of Who Do You Think You Are, where he found yeah. out he was related to Henry VIII. Descended from him. Yeah, he was almost certainly. Anyway, some king who, yeah. in common with several, with hundreds yeah. of thousands of people, yeah. yes, he was, he exactly. But that's that was just a, sort of an, an amusing thought to us. Was like the idea that Alison finds out that she's got this kind of aristocratic lineage and and is really into it immediately. Wants to sort of embrace that side of herself. There was, and also it said rent a ghost, which is something that I don't think any of you are old enough to remember. No, it's rent a ghost is one that other people yeah, bring up, but I never watched it. Because well, to me, it's not because it's, it's got ghosts in it. Yeah, exactly. it's like, that, uh, that always oh. annoyed me a bit. So well, like, well, there was a yeah, it's also a, a bit like ghost in that there's <laughs> <Yeah>. a ghost <laughs> after our first the first outing, <laughs> the first series, <laughs> the first show. Someone tweeted, "Well, it's not rent a ghost, is it?" Yeah. So I'm not going to watch it. Yet. You know, right, but I think, well, I, think, I, think um, was, I think that was the one critic. I can't remember. It was, it was someone who did. Won't be as good as rent it's, it's no rent a ghost, and we're like, well, well, no, well, no, it's not. Thank God, it's not. No offence to rent a ghost. That, that, well, I don't remember rent a ghost. No. We weren't trying to make that. Yeah. You know, well, but this. So this season, um, 
so it, there's no spoilers. And just in case you haven't watched some of the episodes, you can get them all on BBC iPlayer right now. Uh, but I have to say, even though I'm smiling, there is a part of me that is broken um, because my youngest daughter does an impression around the house. Get out, get out, wedge. <laughs> I, I can't do it. And uh, she wouldn't let me record her doing it, but it's very good. Oh, we had to have, we had some tears this season. Mm. And that was very, very sad mm. because we've all, we all love all of the characters. Um, I have, I have my soft spots for, for, for all of you, but there's a couple that, and, and Mary was one and she's, Ooh. she's passed over. Yeah. Yeah. Alas, yeah. Sucked off. Yeah, it's what she wanted. But yeah. you know, if you're gonna go if you're gonna do a deep dive on the whole theme of the show, let's get into existentialism, right? Because <laughs> yeah. at some stage we're all gonna go. And um, you know, it would be remiss of us not to touch on that. It's a show about ghosts and they haven't moved on, they're stuck in a house together, arguing away and living their afterlives. And then, you know, it's got to end some... Yeah, some no, stage. absolutely, of mm. course. And actually, that that's what makes it a bigger, deeper, sort of thicker sure. show. There's a, more a meat soup. there. A, an autumnal soup. But so how do you... Not a consomme. It's a broth. Yeah. Definitely uh, a broth. Yes. It's soup season. <laughs> so, so, okay, so talk me through the process of how you how you sit down. I mean, you're, you're all... You said you're very tired because you've been working and, and writing so much. But how does it work then? You all get into a room together. Mm. Let's not talk about the COVID one because I know you all did that separately yeah. and they got together. But you just go, OK, time to sit down. We'll all sit in a room and then this is my character. This is what's going to happen. How does that work? Oh, with such? Just... I know America does it like this. Yeah. We very rarely do shows like like we you just do. sort of happen to because there's a bunch of us. It's it's strange that I think the reason people often question like why don't we do writers' rooms in the UK? It's economics. It's literally like American shows have twenty episodes. Yeah, English shows have six. But so we want twenty of yours. Sure, but but like <laughs> the minute you have a, a a writers' room, you know all those writers have to be paid. And if there's only six episodes to go round, you can't put ten people in a room. Because yeah. they don't each get to write an episode. You but know? basically because so, we love it. We do all of that stuff for free. And then yeah. at the, end, the, the reward is we get to write a yeah. script each. So <laughs> we've sort of happened into something that's somewhere halfway between yeah. the UK kind of authored voice, you know, of the writer-performer and the American writer's room just because there happens to be quite a large group of us. But it's great. I mean, you know, yeah. we sit and brainstorm stories and lots and lots of ideas come up far quicker than they would if, if you're on your own staring at a, yeah. a and computer because screen. It's us and we've known each other and worked together for so long, it's so sort of the tone of that is so generous as well. Everyone mm. comes in and goes, oh, I had an idea. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not necessarily about, you know, I thought this series, my character could do this. You would mm. go, I had this idea for a really great Pat story. Yeah. And then, you know, that that just a, it might just be a line. And from that, we start yeah. to extrapolate. Oh, yeah, and then that could happen, that could happen. And then, you know, you get three or four of those threads and suddenly you've got the bare bones of an episode. Mm. So it sort of works quite organically. And then we go off and write them um, sort of individually or in pairs. And then it comes back around the table yeah. and we, we polish it up and read them out and see what, you know, specific lines yeah. and tweaks we can all bring to it. It's great because you don't, it's not just story you come away with because mm. people will have improvised 
just naturally when you're talking mm. through ideas, people just improvise little moments. So you 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 come away with the the bones of a story from the work together, but you'll also have literal lines of dialogue that. Yeah. You know, any any, any one of us yeah. will have just improvised and go, oh, that's funny. And you write down the line and it's mm. there in the script, you know. So they're, yeah, they're very, um, they're, they're, I mean, it's yeah, it's like you've been sort of gifted this. Again, I'm going to just keep talking about presents. <laughs> but I love <laughs> okay. that. You walk, away, you walk away with a gift, with a bag full of gifts, gift basically, bag. you know. Yeah. And it's, and it's um, fun. It's yeah. a fun room. We so we had fun. a room. We had a room in a really. We I won't I won't name the establishment because I don't want to do them down. But we had a a, a room uh, not so long ago in a really weird dilapidated rehearsal space because um, it was where we could get. And we all sat down together. And it was one of those days, you know, to go to go through script idea. It was one of those days where got to the end of the day and my face hurt Mm-mm. from laughing. Oh, Same. And it's you know that's so feeling. rare as an adult mm. that you get those. And yeah. I do feel you know really lucky that. We have that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> I know what's so special about the show, and I, I sort of touched on it before, and I know it's important to you guys, but I am passionate about television for everybody and naughty TV. And I mean naughty in the way that you make shows, the way that I feel about television. And there should be more of it, quite frankly. There should be 20 episodes of you guys, um, but you, it's very much, isn't it, Ben? That this show is for all ages. Because at first, you know, it was started after water, post watershed, mm. and it's it's always been the whole. Yeah. Fa- my eighty eight year old dad loves it. My kids mm. love it. Fifteen year old daughter loves, it, and all of us in between. Yeah, I think it's because we all. Well, <laughs> I speak for myself. Growing up, uh, watching comedy, I loved watching comedy, obviously, and there wasn't any demarcation of. Mm this is a comedy for teens so you can't watch yes. it because you're an adult there's none of that there really wasn't it's like there's that there's the comedy slot this is what's on and um hope you enjoy it <laughs> and <clears throat> you know i have memories of sit- sitting down with my family and watching you know initially things like dad's army which my dad still watches uh, but and absolutely adores yeah. and you know the captain is a little bit mannering. <laughs> yes. Uh, obviously, you know, there's you can't get away from that. But um but uh <clears throat> yeah, it was it was for everyone and and everyone enjoyed it. Everyone loved sitting down for that half hour. And I think that's what we always felt was maybe missing and we just want to go there there it is. Just just sit sit around and have a laugh mm. with your family. That that it's fine to I do that. I think that, that was no... the, the the interesting thing for us as well about doing something on BBC One is I think there are a lot of comedy writers where their particular dream is sort of on something which is I don't know I don't know whether respected is the right word but I suppose is um, can be quite thoughtful and that adults will like and respond to well when it's that sort of ten o'clock BBC Two slightly intellectual uh, spot and that to write something that was going to be pre Watershed BBC One would be the compromise and. I think the tone of the stuff that we've done together, and it's not always the case with our solo stuff or other projects, but 
for us, that felt like a natural fit. And so yeah. to go, would you like, you know, what do you think about doing a sitcom for pre-Watershed for BBC One? And that wasn't us having to get a crowbar in and going, how will we make that work? We were like, mm. yeah, that, that feels like a home for us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, from those very first scripts, that's what they felt like. We didn't have to tweak them to make them fit that slot. That's that's what they were. To hold it went out post-Watershed yeah, because of compliance, didn't it? Yeah. Because mm. um, I think it was seeing Humphrey's, the stump of Humphrey's mm. neck and that Lady Button jumps out the window yeah. and that Thomas says, I'm going to drown myself in the lake. There were There were a number of things where the compliance came back and said, these are references, you know, these are sort of oh, I- imitable, yeah. imitable, yeah. imitable behaviour, behavior, like jumping yeah. out of a window. You can't, you know, because someone might go, oh, I'll try that. I, you know, so there, there were sort of, it, it wasn't designed to be post watershed, but there were these reasons why it suddenly had to be that were so 11th hour that we couldn't mm. have rewritten the show to accommodate them. But I think when it went out, it was then really clear that in context, none of those things were problematic. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and so by the time the second series came around, I think there was a, a relaxation of yeah. that stuff, which was like, oh, actually families are watching this yeah. show and it's not problematic. It's all clear in the context of of the conceit, which is that they're ghosts. Yes. That, you know, yes. when, when Thomas says, I'm going to drown myself in the lake, it's clear that that's funny because he can't, mm-hmm. because he's a ghost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and there were a number of people, you know, they couldn't argue with the fact that so many people were going, this is great, why isn't it on A13? Yeah. And you go, yeah. Yeah, you why? Know, that, that, that's the good question. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, but it's one of those shows that, I mean, we dip it in and out of, um, we go back to our favourite episodes from all of the seasons. And we do that, as I said, my, my 88-year-old dad loves it and he sits around at our house, comes around uh, to eat at our house, goes, ghosts? And we put it on, <laughs> even when it's not on. And, and so we put it on and he'll say, oh, can we have the one where, I was like, whatever. And, and it's, for me, that's, and, and he sits and giggles like a child and that's quite magical to see. Mm, yeah. And we all, well, you know how much I love it. I've told you all to your faces before. But but it just works. And when something works like this, I hope it carries on and carries on. I hope you don't do the, well, we've we've done it all now. We're, we're fine old actors, time to move on. You know, just please keep it going. I don't know, obviously, and you won't be able to say, but is there a Christmas special? Yes. 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 So we are allowed to know. We are, yeah. Yeah. Well, we said it now. So whether yeah. we're allowed or not, you do know. Yeah. That's as yeah. good as being. Well, there's only a couple of months yeah. away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, scary. And it's. Uh, I'll say this because Matt Cox was here. Uh, his and Jim's script, but it's mm. a great Christmas yeah. special. Yeah, it's, it's, lovely. it's, it's one of those my quite, favorite yeah, one. It's really? Out, yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, It's absolutely. So you did it yourself. You and Jim did it. Just the two. Me and Jim wrote it. Well, but but in the same way that we just discussed, you know, the we had a gift bag. You give these are the Christmas. Yeah, we had a Christmas gift gift bag, um, and yeah, this is an an episode that it was a hamper. We happened to, yeah, it was a Fordham and Mason. Oh, (laughs) you got to end. It was full of pickles and all sorts. Two bottles of wine. wine. I do love that. It was absolutely useless for writing an episode. Lovely, lovely afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Do you know what's so lovely as well? You know when uh, whenever I interview. Um, actors and they say, 
Oh, yes, it was marvellous on this show. We all got on like a family. <laughs> um, you always think, no, everyone says that. But actually, you guys really do get on. And that's yeah. why, yeah. I, I mean, whether or not you're putting it on now, I don't think you are. But, but <laughs> that's why it, it works for all of us. Because I think on television, you can tell mm. if yeah. it's not a yeah. happy place. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think, again, it depends on the tone of the piece. I think with ours, because hopefully it's sort of warm and inclusive and there is still that slight sense of pulling down your beard and going we're having yeah. we're having quite a lot of fun here mm -hmm. that that's really hard to to fake and um mm. the fact that there are shots in it where we're on the edge of corpsing you know there's, there's something that you can't you can't really mm. fake about that so what how do people react when you do things out of the troop and i don't mean fellow troopies mm. i mean uh the, uh, the audience, because everybody thinks of you as a group. I, I know what it's like because I've co-hosted shows mm. and people think, oh, you can do something on your own um, <laughs> without Chris or yes. without Terry or whatever. Uh, yeah. But, but <clears throat> how, is, how, uh, how, is, uh, how do people react to you uh, uh, on your own? Does that... Does that make sense? Yeah, I yeah. remember Jim had some backlash, didn't he, when he was, he was in Broad, was oh, Broad, Broad Church. Church didn't yeah, he, he was, he was said brilliant. That, That's ruined it. my child. Yeah, and people were like, you've ruined my yeah, child. Yeah, he was playing a, he was a, a quite rapist, a, hor a horrible murder suspect, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, and, yeah. and they were like, that's the guy from Horrible. <laughs> yes. Why has he done yeah. that? Um, but I, think, I mean, it's sort of, I think when people then see, the, again, see the things in context, you can see it's mm. just, it's kind of exercising a different muscle. And yeah. I think when yeah. we do things on, our own whether it's intentional or not they always feel tonally slightly different because they haven't got all of our senses of humor yeah. crammed into them but does that does it worry you do you do you get concerned about people thinking of you as, I think as we were all doing trip. stuff before so i it might have changed now actually because ghost has probably cemented so us huge. as a mm. troop i don't more know than, I did. more but uh, you I know mean, i did a show before we did horrible histories called pants off dance off yeah. Um, I, which I think is still the high water. I mean, televisually, that's the one that, yeah. that that people talk. People think of when they when think they of yeah. me, they go pants off, dance, dance off, and horrible, horrible history. history. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and I think you know, if there's anything that people in the street say, it's when are you going to do is more? Telling the truth. He's totally telling the truth. I did. It's the only thing that's not Larry's my career. Is Sorry, are you being serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is new to me. He also used to do. But body piercings or body art? I did no body jewellery. Body yeah. jewellery. That's in his spare yeah. time. Yeah. Sorry. But no. <laughs> La Larry's, Larry's CV is, an, is a labyrinth no, of treasures. What was it called? It was called Pants Off Dance Off. Charlie Brooker, one of the greatest comedy writers of our generation, in his screen wipe guide of the uh, episode, the first of these shows that I'd written on, said, I think he said, it was not, not just the worst thing on television. <laughs> But the worst thing that's ever been created. Wow! Uh, and he's right. It was. It Did was you write a, it? Well, no. It was like the show, the, the show was. It was like on MTV or something. <laughs> when was this? Oh, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> look it up on YouTube. Can we find it? No, we no, watch none it? of it exists. Oh. It was all burnt. Um, and they, I think that they is he telling the truth? No, I'm genuinely telling yeah, the truth. The the what was it about? Tell well, us. Well, the it show. was like a reality show, well, and it, when you, people went on and went, oh, you know, hello, uh, my name's Olga. I live in Middlesex, and I'm going to be taking my clothes off to uh, do you think I'm sexy? But and what? Uh, wow. so they were strippers. No, they were just people from the street who were coming. I mean, it, this is the time it was. <laughs> Sorry, were you dancing as well? No, no, I had to... There was then what? like a kind Although, of... Although, ironically, he never dances with his coming. pants on. Hello, no, exactly. my name is John. <laughs> I live in Essex. I'm going to and dance who, now. And, yeah. and how does it end? Who I'm trying to tell you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 
And Let him finish. There would be oh like a word. like a sort of pastiche Dave Lamb come dine with me voiceover, but not Dave Lamb, like someone else doing a Dave Lamb, I think. Mm. And you have to write a voiceover going, oh, well, Olga seems to be entering into the spirit of this. So I had to write. And I, this was like series two. I think a friend of mine had written on the first series and couldn't do the second it one. It got two series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. But hang on, were you in it? No. No, I oh, was just right. writing, so I people, was writing the voiceover. So in the in the joke that we were doing, yeah. people were recognising <laughs> you for From writing. From my writing for a voiceover of Pants Off Danger. <laughs> That's the bit I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I have got to look this. I, I, are they I, actually the naked? I'm do. No, no, they no, would get as far as uh, underwear, or there would be something put on screen to cover their modesty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it genuinely exists, and it would be one of those. So I'd sit in an edit suite at, in the studio all day, and then write this, watch these tapes, and write this dialogue. And, you know, for, for the voiceover person to record. And then I'd walk out at the end of the day and I'd stand in a street in Camden and consider my life choices. Wow. <laughs> I think I said, I think they sort of said, would you do it? And I was like, and I like said, well, and I just, because everyone always haggles with your day rate. And I was like, well, I don't know, we'll just say what the day rate is. And my agent went, they'll pay it. And I went, all right. And I <laughs> turned up and from the first minute, I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this. And I remember saying to the producer, do I have to put my name on this, like in the credits? And he went, <laughs> oh. oh, no one's using their real name in the credits. No! Wow. The credit roll was like pure fiction. What are you credited as then? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I can't remember Obi-Wan whether I did Kenobi. or not. Larry, like, Larry Lickhart. Yeah, it was so, <laughs> just the weirdest. They were so nice. Everyone working on it was Lickhart. so lovely as well. And they were all like, yeah, I know. You know, it was like, a, like the, the entire making of this show was like an internal joke. It's wow. terrible, isn't it? Come on, everyone. Anything wow. else anybody wants to admit no, to doing I mean, that you haven't you told? Can't. Oh. Can you? Can no. you? <laughs> <laughs> you did doctors. Yes, not yes. quite the same. No, and listen, no. I loved doctors. I'm, like, I'm not ashamed of doctors at all. It was such a good training for me, actually, because I went to drama school, but you never did any sort of TV um, training at all. Which, it was which all... drama school did you go to? <laughs> I went to the RADA. The RADA. Um, yeah. Very and uh, yeah, there it is. And uh, so, yeah, I did a year, just over a year there, and I absolutely loved it. I'm from Birmingham, so I was at home, and all my elderly relatives used to gather together in one house lunchtime to watch me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was really cute. Sounds like you wish you were still doing it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Are you not happy? No, I'm really happy. And then I met you guys. That was my <laughs> next job. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, and the rest is history. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible history. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, as well, for you, uh, uh, you know, uh, wrong... Man. Man. I was going to say wrong men. I know. Wrong I talking about bl- Yeah, know. wrong man. There's an urge to correct the I... wrongness of that title. Yeah, suddenly. Right, yeah, so Fair wrong enough. man. Um, and that, that was a huge hit. And then that just w- went. Why Why did that go? Was um, it because of all the... The co-creator moved to America. Are you still in touch with that? <laughs> Unspoken about every, every, co-creator. every now and again, yeah. He's quite busy. He is, yeah. Um, Not sure. I don't know what ever happened to him. No, he went to America. No, yeah. Good luck to him. He's, he's trying his hand out yeah. there. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, that was, again, like I th- we had Horrible Histories was either, f- no, it wasn't finished, was it? I did that while we were no, still doing still, Horrible yeah. Histories. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think We'd all, as, as I say, before Horrible Histories, we'd all done lots of other stuff. So at the time I was doing The Wrong Man's, it felt like I, d- I didn't feel like I was defined by Horrible Histories or that my career had been defined by it. it. It's weird how that you don't really know that's happening until afterwards. 
And yeah, I think you you'd done two things with James before you started on the yeah. Romance, so I'd been in Gavin and Stacey, and, and I met him yeah. on a film that called Telstar, and. But, but as I say, it's sort of it's it's kind of after we'd finished doing horrible histories that you started to go, oh, hang on, that's the one that's defined my career. It yeah. turns yeah, out, yeah. like I don't think anyone go like I often think about Brian Cranston because basically Malcolm in the Middle defined him, and then he he just like did he had to just reject comedy for a solid amount of time before Breaking Bad happened. Mm. And then that completely redefined yeah. him. But you don't really get to choose. Oh, please don't redefine yourself. <laughs> don't, don't do that. But what I mean is like, if, I guess your your question was, how do people see you when you do yeah, stuff? Yeah. When I did The Wrong Mans, I don't think that anyone was going, oh, but hang on, he's the Horrible Histories guy. Yeah. Whereas I think now... Mm. Any one of us doing do something outside, it, we might find that there are people who are like, well, hang on, I'm I'm used to seeing you in that tone and yeah. I'm not sure I'm comfortable seeing you in another tone. But, mm. you know, yeah, Jim did Broadchurch. I did the split and I don't, yeah. I didn't really get people going, no, no. no I can't believe you well, me drama. And ben and I have just done something which is the two of us writing it, but I think it was sort of a slightly subconscious decision that we're, we're in it, but almost like as mm. cameos yeah. because it then gives that, that, that delineation. Yes. No, that's in uh, November. Soon, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay, what, what is that, Ben? Tell me more. It is called We Are Not Alone. And it's a um, comedy about an alien invasion, uh, but it's set after the invasion. It's like we'd always thought to ourselves, what actually happens? Because you get these Hollywood movies where you go, oh, my God, the aliens are here and we got to fight them. And, uh, and then we just thought, well, what if they won? Because they would win. Um, what happens then? Do they stand around and go, right, uh, what do we do? Uh, what do we do now? <laughs> and it's all about them coming to terms with the fact they've got to live with humans and sort of try and fit in and you know uh try and figure out how how we how we operate it's really it's really a a, a big a sort of deliberate exercise in which to go um aren't humans pretty stupid actually yeah so we can do so we can the aliens can sit around going hang on sorry just remind so sorry remind me about your um energy policy again what how do you how does that work <laughs> what are you what are you actually doing what are you burning why are you burning that <laughs> it's that those, I don't. Those hopefully, questions. we don't need Elias remind us. But what a great way to mm. talk about. So, where, <laughs> where's that going out? So, it's going out on the twentieth of November. Yeah. Where? Uh, it's Dave. a pilot. It's so, uh, so it's BBC a, it, on, on, on Dave. Dave. So oh, Dave. Dave. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's a like um, a feature length pilot. So we keeping our fingers crossed that they commission a series, but. They're well within their rights to go. This is awful. We're no, not why would they do that? No, uh, but it, that's so. It, yeah, so it's a feature length pilot. So it's um, but yeah, that that's one of those things where you say that the, the the way that we approached it and the roles we take on. I say, I don't know whether it was conscious or not, but the fact that we've uh. kind of remained largely behind the scenes on it. Yeah, because I think it was it just sort felt, of a separate right. thing, but it was two of us from the gang yeah, rather than one of us. It didn't a, feel like a, a funny thing, in it. Yeah, but it felt, felt right to do that. It felt right to just take a step back and not not try and try too hard in that you yeah, know trying to trying to, trying to be frontal and go this is our show 
because we're not like that. No, and it needed young people. Which, it needed uh, young people. Oh. You're all very oh. young. Well, I mean, stop, yeah, stop. Even uh, younger, um, if you can imagine such a thing. <laughs> Do you know? Okay, so let's end on on our love of ghosts. I, I'm obviously I have to ask, and you're not going to be able to say. But let's hope there's going to be more and more and more. I presume you can't say, but are you? Uh, would you all be open to? keeping this going because oh, we do love yeah. it. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, Good. Do you love it as much as we love it? We love it. it. We love it. It's, yeah, it's funny. You do fall in love yeah. with characters yeah. that you write and mm. we've never gone, we've never done anything that's lasted this long yeah. with characters that we've created and no. a, a group of characters. You know, Yonderland had Debbie at the cent- at the centre of it, but then just a you know, it was just new yeah, crazy people yes, each yeah. week. And the puppets. Whereas this yeah. is something where we've got to know these characters and got to know more and more of their backstories and yeah, it's um they're real to us. Mm. Yeah. And the and the world though as well. I don't does America make their own did yeah. you, did oh, yeah. you That's right. it's their own one, not you guys. No. No, well, so it's, it's, so it's American American history, so it's um, you know. Do you write they, it? We go back. No, to... they they we they've they bought the um, the format. So they, right, okay. but but they it's all been done with our permission. So we're all mm. um, uh, you know named on the on the show, and it's all been sort of handed over, as as it always is because. These big networks, you know, they've got to work really fast once their pilot gets picked up. They work really, really fast. They've got to turn around 20 show. You know, it's got to move really, really quickly and be yeah, their so they're thing. Just, so, I think it's today, in fact, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it starts um, to go out. Their, their second yeah. series goes out. And by the time they finish that, they will have made more episodes than we have. <laughs> but, <laughs> because um, that, yeah. Yeah. but there is some crossover. Matthew, do you want to talk about that? I'm in it. You're in it. I'm a little guest role. Okay. A little guest role. And it was very sweet of them. Um, and I think, you know, I hope that that, that more of us will sort that of get the nice. invitation to go out there and play. They're, they're, honestly, yeah. they are so, they are so uh, grateful for yeah. the concept the idea the, when they the when gift. they decided the gift, the gift. <laughs> oh, yeah. a massive gift to america oh, for this special relationship yeah. it was a massive one and yeah. it costs a lot to ship across and they unwrapped it and went Fair my next. goodness i think we can make this work they didn't say in that accent <laughs> no, yeah. American, but, yeah. <laughs> that would have destroyed the point wouldn't it? might as well use art if they're going to do that Slightly stri- it was better than the accent he had of the girl from essex which <laughs> has worried me well no, no she was she was of polish descent but she was living in essex that's what i was going she's definitely stuck in your head um guys thank you thank you for ghosts thank you for for being on the podcast but but really and and for the films and the oh are you going to do a film a ghost you did bill um, well oh do you know what got a spare 10 mil knocking <laughs> out. yeah it will cost at least 10 to 15 to 20 million pounds but well, I mean, we're always oh, that went up and up. we're always looking at, at stuff, yeah. other other stuff to do, and whether that would be Doing you know live film. features or other you know we'll features be are very tricky to get off the ground, and of course that's a whole new uh, that's a whole separate. Podcast. Gabby, the answer is yes. We'd love, love to. Do it. Okay. <laughs> so, if somebody's listening that wants to give you, was it 10, 15, 20, 20 to 25, 25 to 30 to 70 million? Goes. A man called uh, Greg Film has just woke, just, just suddenly woken himself from a doze. <laughs> they need my money? Well, of course. Well, of course. Fetch He's my enormous checkbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Greg, 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 Greg Film. I'm Greg, Greg Film. You are a joy, all of you. Thank you oh, so God. much, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to that fantastic cast of ghosts. I've got to tell you, 
I completely fell in love with each and every one of them. And of course, you can catch up with the whole of this season and past seasons too on BBC iPlayer. Coming up next week, the multi-talented, multi-voiced Jess Robinson. That Gabby Roslin podcast is proudly presented to you by Cameo Productions with music by Beth Macari. If you wouldn't mind, could you give us a like, a follow, a subscribe and please leave a review? We read them all and love to see what you've got to say. See you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.